scripture is coming from Exodus. And in this series, each week we will talk about another series of stones or rocks. And stones and rocks are very rich, if you think about it, in imagery. And even in the stone of the rock that you have in your hand today, it, it gives you a tactile feeling. Um, not all stones are smooth like these ones are. Some are jagged. Some are rough. Some, however, are big enough to be built upon. Some are fragile. If you feel these, if you hold them in your hand long enough, they start to warm up. Or if you had them by the, the heater, they would be nice and warm. But stones, well, there's a reason why they say stone cold. It's because there's no life in them. No feeling. And so we start today on this first Sunday in Lent with the scripture that comes from Exodus. In Exodus 32, 1 through 24, here are these words. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down the mountain, the people gathered themselves together to Aaron and said to him, Up! Make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And Aaron said to them, Take off the rings of gold which are in the ears of your wives, your sons and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people took off the rings of gold which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he received the gold at, at their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool and made a molten calf. And they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. And they rose up early on the morrow, and they offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings, and the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. And the Lord said to Moses, Go down. For your people whom you brought up out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made for themselves a molten calf and have worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen these, this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now, therefore, let me alone, that my wrath may burn hot against them, and I may consume them. But of you I will make a great nation. But Moses besought the Lord his God and said, O oh Lord, why does thy wrath burn? burn hot against thy people, 
whom thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say, with evil intent did he bring them forth to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from the fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants, to whom thou didst swear by thine own self and didst say to them, I will multiply your descendants as as the stars of heavens and all this land that I have promised. I will give your descendants and they shall be they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do uh, to, to his people. And Moses turned and went down from the mountain with two tables of the of the testimony in his hands. Two two tables that were written on both sides. On the one side and on the other were they written. And the tables were the works of God. And the writing was the writing of God, graven upon the tables. When Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said to Moses, There is a noise of war in camp. But he said, It is not the sound of shouting for victory, or the sound of the cry of defeat, but the sound of singing that I hear. And as soon as he came near the camp, and saw the calf and the dancing, Moses' anger burned hot. And he threw the tables out of his hands and broke them at the foot of the mountain. And he took the calf which they had made and burned it with fire. And it ground it into a powder and shattered it upon the water and made the people of Israel drink it. And Moses said to Aaron, what did this people do to you? That, they, that you have brought a great sin upon them. And Aaron said, Let not the anger of my Lord burn hot. You know the people, that they are, are set on evil. For they said to me, Make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And I said to them, let any who have gold take it off. So they gave it to me, and I threw it into the fire. And there came out of it this calf. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I invite you to pray with me. Lord God, today we come before you, hearing words that may remind us of things that we put in front of you. Lord, speak through me and in spite of me today. Remove these burdens from our hearts. And may we repent and turn more closely to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, I want you to think about the Ten Commandments. Have you ever broken one of the Ten Commandments? I think we probably, if we're honest with ourselves, we can all say that we have. Now, if you stop and you think about the Ten Commandments, and I'm not talking about little, little things, like I said I would take the garbage out, 
I didn't get the garbage taken out. Thing, those, those are little ones. But I'm talking about the big ten. Things that we have maybe done or said against God or put other things or other people in front of God. Maybe, maybe you've broken one of your covenants. Maybe uh, adultery happens to be one of the things that you've committed. And I think about the covenants that we have made over time. Some of them we have made with each other and to each other. And in my own life, I know that there have been covenants that I have kept a little bit more closely than others. And I know that there are some that, well, perhaps I have not. I start and think about the covenants that God had made. Ones that Moses was trying to remind God that God had made. And if you stop and you think about what Moses was saying, this was the first real true prayer to petition on behalf of some other people. Things like we do when we ask our prayer requests. We ask God to help somebody or we thank God for something that somebody has done or what God has done in our lives. Well, Moses started by thinking about what Abraham and Isaac, Jacob, all these covenants that God had already made on behalf of the people of Israel. And he made a, a covenant with these folks that he had brought out of Egypt. The problem is, Moses was up on this mountain for 40 days. Ironic, isn't it? No. That we talk about 40 days in Lent. Or 40 days that the, the Lord had been in the wilderness himself after he had been baptized. No, it was designed this way. So we could stop and we could think about ourselves and our relationship that we have to God. And sometimes, sometimes we beat ourselves up with these stones. We cast them at each other. Sometimes we cast them at God himself. I know what it's like to have a, a covenant broken by a spouse, and it's devastating. And when they leave you for another, another woman or another man, it's very devastating. That trust factor goes away. And I believe that when the covenant that Moses was reminding God of, I'm sure that Moses was devastated that his people had broken the covenant. And by the time he got down to the foot of the mountain and he talks to his own brother Aaron and says, what on earth is going on here? I bet you he was fuming that that fire that was coming out of the burning bush was nothing compared to what was coming out of his ears that day. It was so bad. 
that he took the tablets of stone and he dropped them at the foot of the mountain and broke them. You see, the reason that God had come up with law, like the Ten Commandments, or if you take time and read Leviticus, is because the Israelites kept breaking the covenant. And so they were given rules so they could stay more aligned with what God would have. Now, you know, some of us get tired of rules. Oh, we get tired of being told what we can and we cannot do unless it happens to go in line with what we would want them to be, right? And the thing is, some of us think we might sometimes be nice to our kids by not setting up so many rules, but, you know, boundaries, they're pretty good things. It helps us to realize when we go over the line, do something that we shouldn't throw a stone that would be harmful to others. Sin is like those stones. They begin with some form of weight. And sin becomes hardness and it hardens our hearts. It's funny when we think about all the things we can use stones for, there's some really good things we can use stones for. But stones can also be very, very debilitating, if you will. They can be heavy. And they hurt. And the thing is, while we're so busy hurting each other with maybe little white lies or maybe big sins, the person we're really truly hurting is ourselves and our relationship with the Lord. In this next 40 days, in these next six weeks, we'll be talking about the things that hurt us weigh us down. And like I asked the kids today, did you ever drop something heavy on your foot? I know I have. And I know how much it hurts. I know also that if I had enough of them when I was a kid, I'd be throwing them as far as I could see where they would go instead of doing something useful with them. And heaven forbid we ever got caught throwing a stone into the field. That would have been really bad because we were forever picking stones out of the fields so the tractors could run more easily through there. So today, as we begin this journey of stone, we know that stones are good on a road. And it makes a journey and a path. And even our own aisles here at Stone are made of stone. Our building is made of stone. And so there are good uses for stone, but when you use them to weigh them down or throw them at each other, when we take our laws and our rules and the commandments that God has given us and we hurt ourselves by not following them or maybe using them against another person, we know that there's a problem. 
So today, we're going to start by taking these stones. And that's why each of you have a stone. And we're going to turn these burdens over to the Lord. We're going to lay them at the foot of the cross during the prayer hymn. And I invite you to stay up here and pray. And I have left my oil out here. If you would like to be anointed as we're singing the prayer hymn, I invite you to do that. And I will pray with you. I'll turn the microphone off. Nobody will be able to hear. It'll be just you, me, and God. And we'll take these burdens and we'll lay them at the foot of the cross. I invite you to pray with me. Lord, we have begun Lent, starting with Ash Wednesday. And today in this first Sunday of Lent, Lord, we know that we are sinners. We know that sin is not new. But Lord, we're growing weary of carrying around this sin with us. And so we're going to turn them over to you. Our sign of our change, of our repentance. Lord, clean in us our hearts. Remove the stone walls that we have built up piece by piece, stone by stone. And we pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen.